It's great to be back at St. John's this morning. I like to say that at O'Connell, I'm having more fun than the priest should be allowed to have. While I was here at St. John's in 2013, I had the opportunity to visit the United Kingdom. And towards the end of my stay there on the last day, I decided to go to the Tower of London. And as you know, the Tower of London is the place where St. John Fisher and St. Thomas More were held before they were executed by King Henry VIII because they stood up for the Catholic faith in opposition to the crown, which had separated the Church of England from the Catholic Church. But it struck me that when I went there, that I felt like I was in a place that was a tourist trap, that it was the, the, the tour guide, as good as he was, was very bombastic, and it didn't feel like a place that was a solemn reminder of the need for our, to freedom of religion, because it was there that many atrocities had occurred against Catholics. And if you traveled not far from there to a street corner, an obscure street corner near Hyde Park, Bayswater Street, Edgewater Road, there's a marker which says Tyburn Tree. And that is where many of the Catholic martyrs were hung, drawn, and quartered. And so when we go to these places like the Tower of London, we, we tend to forget amongst the tourism and the excitement of visiting a landmark in London of what that place really represented and what happened there. Just as tomorrow we celebrate the 240th anniversary, the founding of our country. And it seems as if Memorial Day and July 4th, we have forgotten the significance of these national holidays. That we find them occasions to go to the beach, to barbecue, to have family gatherings. And do we remember the significance of these events and why they are important. And it's not just because these are civil events, for we are celebrating the fact that men and women sacrificed themselves for our freedom, for our ability to profess our faith publicly. It's a reminder to us of how precious gift that we have that we could meet in this church freely every Sunday. And to be able to say, I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. We celebrate the fact every Sunday that Jesus Christ died for our sins to free us from the bondage and tyranny of sin and death. That because of original sin, we have become enslaved to our passions and that he has come to free us by the merits of his graces that he has given to us, that we, in be uniting ourselves to Christ in the sacramental life, that we can be free from the tyranny of our passions, that we can be free from sin, to be able to love our neighbor and to be able to proclaim our faith that frees people from the bondage, bondage of sin and death. 
so that we might live in the freedom of the children of God. At this time, we also are recalling the fortnight of freedom, which our bishops each year ask us to participate in. The idea that we must be vigilant each and every day to guard the freedoms that have been won for us. For we know that there are threats to religious freedom now more than ever before. And they come from two different fronts. First, we know of secular humanism in which man is now placed in, in the center in place of God, in which man sees himself as the arbiter of truth. And what we have seen as a result of secular humanism is a divorce between truth and freedom. Because now, if man can make up his own truth, we see what the results have been. How it seems like each and every year there was a new group deciding that they deserve recognition and rights who previously we would consider somewhat different or odd, who want to lead a life in which is divorced from truth, divorced from what is true for the human person. And so in recognizing those individuals or those groups, our religious freedom is chipped away because then when we proclaim the truth, we are seen as the enemy, as the ones who are discriminatory, the ones who do not respect others. When it is in the Catholic faith that every person is treated with dignity and respect because we recognize the truth of every human person. The other threat to religious freedom is one that is becoming increasingly nearer to us, and that is what we find out in the world and even in our own country, the threat of what is happening in the Middle East with Islamic terrorism. That a, real, a extreme form of Islam which is oppressing many peoples, even Christians, who have been martyred. And we see how these attacks are increasing on almost a daily and monthly basis. It is an opposite extreme of secular humanism, where the human person is being forced to conform to religion, forced to conform to a religious way of life, which does not often respect the dignity of the human person in the service of faith. And these are two extremes. And we, as Christians, have an obligation to proclaim the gospel and to proclaim it freely and boldly. We have often found ourselves in a position where we can easily try to sort of encircle the wagons and live sort of in our own little cocoon, in our own little world, not really worrying about what's going on out there. But if we do not proclaim the gospel and engage our culture and society, we will find that our freedoms will continue to be whittled away, that the sacrifices of those men and women in our military, those men 240 years ago, who sacrificed their 
status in society, who risked everything to bring freedom to our country, that those sacrifices will be made in vain. Jesus promises us that we will be free, free from sin, free from the bondage and tyranny of the devil, and that through the Holy Spirit, we can live in the truth and knowledge that we can live in a life that is ordered towards eternal life, and that every human being is called to live this life. And what we have to fight for is our ability and freedom to proclaim our faith so that instead of being under the tyranny of secular humanism or the tyranny of Islamic terrorism, we can live in a society which truly respects every human being's conscience, a society in which every person can proclaim their faith in peace and in joy so that we can live truly in peace with our neighbor, with other countries, so that our neighborhoods, our, our world, might live in the peace that only can come from Jesus Christ. May God bless you.